What's up? Oh no, my microphone's uh -huh. limp. Like huh? a, my microphone is limp, like an old man's penis. You're really on the like penis slash sex train. No, I'm not, and I it don't. Scares me. I don't want to get into that yet because I want to do that later. It freaks me, Wells. Why? I don't know. Just, I don't like thinking of you in that aspect. It freaks me. Okay, well, we'll get to reverse missionary a little bit later in the show. Oh, okay? dreading. <laughs> it's like the thing that's making me laugh the most recently, and I just need to talk about it because, like, the okay. lo like logistically, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But anyways, that's coming up. So it's coming up soon. Little tease. We got to start the show with. Your brother got married, it looks like. I know. Now, this is the second Cyrus wedding that I haven't been invited to, so... This one was very small. And have you ever met Brazen? Yes. We, I Briefly. bowled with him. Oh, he was there for that? Wow. He's such a recluse. I'm surprised he came. I wanted to talk about it last week. Brazen's just like kind of a more private person than the rest of us, I feel. But he has been posting about it on his Instagram, but I haven't seen any of my other family members mention it. So I didn't want to be the one to like put it on blast and then like a helicopter show up or something. Yeah. So I just kept my mouth shut last week. But yes, Brazen tied the knot. I can't believe my baby brother is married before Trace and I. It's just weird. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Is your biological clock alarm going off right now? Nah, I'm glad I waited till I was older. Yeah. Like Brazen, out of all of us, he's like the more traditional human. You know what I mean? Like he loves just being at home and staying home with Stella and their three dogs. And he like grows his own herbs in the garden and has his own chickens and like has farm eggs. Like he's so crazy. He's just so normal. So I guess it makes sense that he got married at 25, like a lot of the rest of the world, I suppose. But it was really great. It was a very, very small wedding. I would say like maybe 60 people. And it's funny because I, big weddings terrify me. I always thought like even 60 sounds like a lot, but I have to say it was the perfect size wedding in my opinion. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good. Because it was it was enough people that it felt like an event, but there were but it wasn't too many people where like I think I think Brazen and Stella probably got to talk to every single person there and feel like they got to spend time with everybody without overwhelming themselves and not enjoying the wedding, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was really beautiful. And they got so freaking lucky on weather. My mom and I this whole time have been like, why would they pick November? It's gonna rain the whole day. It's gonna be cold and freezing. Like this sounds horrible. And then they really looked out. It was sunny. It was a little chilly, but it was an absolutely beautiful day. And they, it just could not have done better. Do you like your sister-in-law? I do. I haven't spent as much time with her as I would like to, but she's awesome. She's really into like fashion and interior design and stuff, which is a lot of the things I'm into. So we actually have a lot in common. And whenever we chat, we like totally can talk about all those things. And it's not weird or awkward. Like she's so sweet. And it's so funny. I just... Brazen, like I said, he's just so private and doesn't really like talk about things. So to see him stand up there and just like his vows were the sweetest things I've ever heard in my whole life. Like to hear just how much he loves her and for him to stand up in front of people and talk and say that like was just the coolest thing, you know? Oh, yeah. So speaking of Brazen's wedding, well, this might be TMI, but I had to wear an actual real bra to the wedding. Like, don't do that often. It's like special occasions for me when I wear a real bra. And I put on my third love bra that I love so much. It always comes in clutch for me when I need a little extra support and when I need to look nice. 
We don't wear bras every day. I am a sports bra gal. If uh, I can, if I can get away with it, it's just I don't know. If I'm on the farm doing farm work, riding horses, like that's kind of my go-to. Yeah. Because real bras, you know, can be really uncomfortable. But truly, if I am in a position where I'm forced to wear a real bra, truly the two third love bras that I own are my absolutely favorite bras. They're so comfortable. I have one that's white and one that's black, so I can put one underneath anything. And I just wore a really simple turtleneck sweater dress to the wedding, but I, I needed my boobs to not look flat in it. So I put on one of my push-up bras from Third Love. It really is a great company. They have a fit quiz on their website, and they have half sizes, which is so great because that's another thing about bras is it's really hard to find one that fits correctly. And I'm one of those people where I am just kind of in between a B and a C, so it works out really well that Third Love has a B and a half cup. Wells, what do you think about that? I think that's awesome. I also think it's awesome that Third Love donates all their gently used return bras to women in need, supporting charities in their local San Francisco Bay Area. Amazing. Returns and exchanges are free and easy. All right, so Third Love wants you to get your perfect bra. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash YFT now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash YFT for 15% off today. Do it for your boobs. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Speaking of Cyrus's in love, you don't have to say anything about it, but like it's just all over the place. Your sister seems like she's got a new boyfriend. It seems like it, huh? I mean, like, it's just a, it's just a lot on Instagram. I'm going to say it, all right? And if she was in the room right now, I'd be like, Marley, it's a lot of PDA, okay? It's a I lot. Know. I'm engaged, and I don't throw out that much PDA. So, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess some people love the PDA and some don't. I am not comfortable with my own PDA. Like, I remember <laughs> when Ryan and I went to Yellowstone, we posted a couple of photos, yeah. and I had to do, like, the carousel for two photos because I didn't want to put the one of us kissing first because that just felt very out there. But yeah. I put it second. And I remember Sarah commented and was like, I know you're not trying to be all PDA, but can we please have the kissy photo first next time? Yeah, well. <laughs> I feel like people do love that. People love love. People do love love. I don't know. I'm just waiting for like, I don't know, like a boob, a boob or a ball to pop out in one of these pictures. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Oh, Lord. I mean, it could. It's <laughs> just waiting for it. Um, <laughs> it could. It could, it could. I feel like I feel like a ball could come out at any moment. What is that guy's name? Hold on one second. My computer's freaking out. Yeah. It's having a serious problem. 
I know why. It's because my memory is almost full. Oh, really? Yeah, and I just like can't be bothered to go through and delete things. Who can be bothered doing that? I don't even do that. I just go buy a new computer. It's just, I don't Me know, too. guys. I don't know how to fix this. Let's just get a new one. All right. I do the exact same thing, but it's a little too soon for me to justify doing that. This one's not that old. Oh, really? Yeah, I got it like three years ago. I feel like that's not that old. No, that's not. When you go, you always like, well, let's save some money with the memory, but don't do it. All right. Just get as, however much memory you can get, get that. Yeah, I need to do that next time because it really messes with my operating system. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to quit. I closed a few things, I think. All right. Okay. Continue. Yeah, no, I was just saying that, like, it seems like everyone, everyone in the Cyrus family is in love, I guess, except for, for Noah. I don't know what's happening with Noah. She's just at that age where relationships are just so hard. Yeah. Um, And she's gone through so much heartbreak. But she, I feel like lately, Noah has really begun to stand on her own two feet. And she is finally at a place where I think she's very confident not having a boyfriend and being on her own. And just working on herself and working on her music and doing her own thing. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, she's at the age of just fuck boyery, you know, like you're yeah. just around a lot of fuck, uh, fuck boys. I know. It must be really hard. Could you imagine being her age now with all the Instagram bullshit and trying to date? It just sounds real terrible. I will say this, though, in my curated for you mixes, one of her song came up in my like sad bastard mix and because mm -hmm. when something comes up that i'm like i'm not really familiar with i like go and i put it into a file on spotify and oh, yeah. i was amazed to find out that it was a noah cyrus song oh and i don't know if which we played... one was it was it lonely or july july have we played july on the show we have it's it's my favorite song she's put out so far yeah so good i was playing golf yesterday and i always have to have my music playing and that song came up. i was like what is this anyway so good job noah yeah you know what john mayer actually posted about july and so did ryan tedder wow. um which are two like people highly respected in the music business especially and for especially by me like i love obviously you know I, you know i love my you know my love for john mayer but i also think ryan tedder is a fabulous songwriter so i thought that was pretty cool i fangirled really hard for noah when i saw both those instagram posts go up yeah that's amazing well anyway it seems like everyone in the cyrus family is doing just great so that makes me Everyone's happy thriving it's yeah. really great yeah do you want to start the show we probably should yeah i don't know whose turn it is I don't know. Maybe you should just go. Buckle your seatbelts, boys and girls, bros and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Ding a ding a ding ding ding. The buckle your seatbelts has really stuck, huh? Well, a lot of people say like stop trying to make that a thing, and uh, you know, you know, I just it's fetch, yo. <laughs> that does not get a ding. Yeah. It's fine, though. Stop trying to make fetch happen. I know. So tell me all about it. How was your Halloween party? Oh, my gosh. It was so great. It was one of those times where it was so great that I really didn't even ever have my phone on me to take any kind of content at all. So you're going to have to... Well, I'm sure it's gone now. I let everybody else do the contenting that night, but it was fabulous. I feel like I, I originally had legitimately like 95 people on the guest list. And that stressed me out that had the thought of having almost 100 people in my house. And only I would say about like 45 to 50 showed up, which was great because it was manageable. Like it was still lit, but not like my house was getting trashed. So it was awesome. And it peaked early, which is great for me because I'm a grandma. I would say from like 
11 to 12.30 was the littest hour of the night. Um, that was also the hour that my mom showed up, which couldn't believe my mom came out of the house past 8 o'clock. Wow. And Noah was there and Trace. Like, it was really fabulous. Um, it was a great group. Had a great time. Had two photo booths this year. Had, took some really great um, Instagram posts in front of those. But stories, I really didn't do much of that because I was just having so much fun. I think that's good. I've now been to a couple, like the engagement party, and then we went to a party the other night. It's a little more expensive, but if you get a photographer there, it makes things so much easier. Yeah, that's so true. You know, they get like the candid pictures of you talking with people. You don't have, you can like be present in the moment and not be, you know, on your phone the entire time. So, yeah. Man, I should do that next year for sure. Yeah. Just, you know, throw a couple hundred bucks or whatever to somebody and uh, you yeah. know, get a photographer out there. That's a great idea, actually. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Did Derek Paith show up? No, Talk he did not. Talk and I was, I know, it's funny because when you said that, I immediately texted him, obviously, yeah. and said, well said, you're not coming, what's going on here? And he said that his boss, or it was making them come into work the next day, and then he just couldn't come, and I was like, crushed. Because I was really banking on him and Olivia to have some sort of drama. Yeah. Why are you yeah. trying to perpetuate that? It's not that that I'm trying to per perpetuate, it's that... At Halloween, there's always drama, and there's always that one time, like what two years ago, there was a fight that Becca like, Tilly wasn't even involved, but it was somehow about her, and it was just like the talk of the town for like over a year, and I just wanted something to happen so everyone would talk about my party again for a whole nother year. <laughs> I remember that fight. Yeah, see, that was because Becca wouldn't come out of character, and someone yeah, I know. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> it was great, so weird and funny. Yeah. Speaking of Becca Tilly, her co-host on Scrubbing In, Tanya Rad, who's also on the Ryan Seacrest show, her and I are doing the People's Choice Awards pre-show for E. Oh, sick. That's pretty cool. I know. I was excited. I didn't know that was because normally she does red carpet and then like I've been doing sit at the desk, whatever talk. And I saw that she's going to be hosting it. So I don't know if she's going to be on the carpet or not, or if it's just going to be like her and I like chilling out behind the desk. But I hope it is because uh, she's a lot of fun to work with. Yeah, she's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Proud of you. Yeah, thanks, dude. And then the Can't next. Can't wait to see your fashion. Uh, what do you wear to a People's Choice Works? I feel like it's not like black tie Emmys no. stuff, you know? No, it's more casual for sure. Maybe mm. I'll go garden party chic, bro. I was going to say that. Yeah. Garden party chic, yeah. Got any fave things, yo? Huh. Well, okay. This is gonna be totally unrelatable. Wow, can't wait. I rescued some donkeys this past week. I've been seeing these on your on your uh, story, and I assume they were Miley's because she's got well, she's like a zookeeper. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like what's Miley's is mine, and what's mine is Miley's. You know? Yeah. To be completely exact, I t rescued one, and she rescued five, so we've got six total. Wait, what? Yeah. You got six donkeys. Got six donkeys. So I've had three of them got delivered on Thursday. Two more got delivered today, and one more is coming tomorrow. So six total. What do you do with donkeys? Do they carry shit for you, or they just kind of hang These around? Rescues. They're chilling. They they have gone to donkey heaven. They are living the good life. They're just eating grass and hanging out. They're just living a great life after being cattle prodded and used for horrible purposes, and they were headed for slaughter, and now they're living the dream. Yeah, but, like, what were they working on before? Like, were they on, like, some sort of Westworld sets where they were, like, pulling uh, no, Oregon that Trail been trailers? that would have been better. I think that would have been better than where these donkeys came from. These donkeys came from this horrible man that 
collects donkeys. He literally had like a hundred of them. He like collects donkeys, probably gets them for free off Facebook and stuff. Cause people are always giving donkeys away, which is so sad, but like collects these donkeys and uses them in some sort of rodeo thing. I don't, I'm not familiar with rodeo activities. I'm not just, that's not my thing. So I don't really know exactly what they're being used for, but I know they were used as some sort of bait for, I don't know if it was like team penning or some rodeo thing. I don't know. And I know that they, all these donkeys have little marks on them where he was prodding them with, with like the cattle prodders. They were not treated well. Why is there a surplus of donkeys out there? Why are they people giving them? People are giving away like washing machines, printers, and donkeys on Facebook. They truly are. They really are. It's crazy. I don't know. I guess people like, I don't, I don't think people get them fixed. And so they just breed like crazy and people are really irresponsible about it. And then they just end up with too many donkeys and start giving them away. But then they end up in the hands of people like this horrible man who uses them and then like uses them all year in the rodeo stuff, probably makes money on it and then sells them to slaughter at the end of the year. It's absolutely horrible. Wait, wait. I so, thought donkeys couldn't reproduce. What do you mean? What is it? When a horse and a donkey are mated, they make, a, they make something. A mule. Oh, a mule. Mules can't reproduce. Yes, they can. Oh, I thought they couldn't. I think you're thinking of when you castrate a no. male, it's a gelding. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> what the fuck do I know? But I was taught that when <laughs> you mate a donkey and a horse and it, whatever that is, you can't mate because it's like, what is it? It can't. No, it definitely can. Okay, let's, I'm going to Google it real quick. It doesn't magically make its testicles disappear when you, when you cross that. They still have testicles. Okay, hold on, I'm looking it up. You're insane. A mule is the offspring of a male donkey, a jack, and a female horse, a mare. Mules can be either male or female, but because of the odd number of chromosomes, they can't reproduce. I know more about fucking farm shit than Brandi. You definitely don't. I know, but I was right about that. That's so weird, though. Because, like, so this woman that I rescued these from, she was adamant. She will not give me any females because she thinks, because I have two stallion mini horses. And she thinks, like, if she gives me a female, there's a possibility that my little tiny mini horses are going to mate with the females, which is nuts. It's never going to happen. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the mule can't reproduce. Interesting. When a horse and a donkey make a mule... A mule mm -hmm. can't reproduce with like a horse or a donkey or a mini horse or a alpaca or whatever. But that doesn't make sense because one of my donkeys is a pony mule. Mom was a pony and his dad was a mule. I don't fucking know, dude. I don't know. I don't know either. But all I know is that's what Google said. So I got to ask my vet. So you got six fucking donkeys. Yeah, they're great. But what do you do with them? They just hang. They hang. They're like companions for my horses and stuff. Do they? Do you ride them? Can you ride donkeys? No. You actually technically can ride standard size mules, I believe, but ours are not like that. Ours are small. Can they pull some sort of Oregon Trail thing around? They could, but they're not gonna. Well, you gotta put them to work. Gotta... No, they're chilling. What? Right. It's a rescue. All right. They're chilling. Well, good job. Way to go. Way to save Thanks. donkeys. So to circle back there after that whole diversion, yeah, I my new favorite thing I've, I are donkeys. Like I I've had horses my whole life. I've never had my own donkey. I've never been around them. I don't know much about them, but they are freaking awesome. They're so cuddly mm -hmm. and so sweet. They're so low maintenance. Like they don't need anything but water basically and some grass or hay. Like they're so awesome. Can you name one of them, uh, Wells? 
No. Miley named, so we have, we got two mini donkeys. They got here first and Miley named them DJ and BJ. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm sorry. I love your sister, but she's terrible at naming animals. (laughs) BJ? Yeah. It's funny. Why? I don't know. Because it means blowjob. I know. I know. I thought you would like that. I thought that would. I thought that sounded something like Wells would love. Like I know, but like named BJ. I know, but like knowing that it came from like an abuse abusing owner, it just makes me creeped out. <laughs> you know, like what was he doing? What was he so doing before? DJ and BJ. Miley named him, not the owner. And then my little my little Palomino. I I can't decide on a name for him. Okay, his buddy that's coming tomorrow is named Buckley, and I think that's so cute mm-hmm. because I love Jeff Buckley. So the gold one, I th- I wanted to name Bowie, and everyone's hating on it. Why don't you name him Jeff? So then there's Jeff Buckley. Because Jeff is a horrible name for a donkey. Why? It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Jeffrey? I hate it. All right. What about Darren? <laughs> also hate it. I know. It's so funny, though, because it's just like a normal guy's name, but it's a donkey. I know. I hate that. <laughs> I hate when people name dogs normal guy's name. Oh, okay. Because my dog's like name Carl. is Carl. <laughs> All right. Any, do you have any more donkey news or did we do, we did like 17 minutes on donkeys. Yeah. I've probably exhausted the donkey yeah. conversation. What, what's your new favorite thing? Honestly, my new favorite thing is the reverse missionary position. Oh, I knew this was going to happen. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how. Is it? Did you and Sarah try it? No, is it no, your no, no, new no, favorite no. thing? No, I don't think I can do it. Okay. So I came across like a meme of, the picture. Yeah, the picture. And so I, I guess we can, we'll post it on Instagram. The reverse missionary position is where a guy is on his back with his knees back, like as if, you know, like when a girl's in a missionary position, how their knees are, you know? But the guy is like that, and then the girl is standing over him. I saw a meme of that picture, and the guy was like, hey, bros, my girlfriend made me do the mis- the reverse missionary position, and now she's, like, slapping me around and making me, like, get her food and stuff. Don't try it. And I was like, oh, my God. And then, you know, I don't know how it happened, but, like, somehow the, I, I saw a video of it. It just came, you know, whatever. Don't worry about how it happened, but it happened where I saw a video. And it's a real thing. And don't worry about how it happened. Don't, 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 don't worry about it. Maybe I was having some me time. I don't know what's happening. Don't worry about how I found it, okay? But oh, I... Is Sarah out of town? No, I just... <laughs> uh. Once I knew, once I saw that it was a thing, I had to see if it's a thing thing, and it's a thing. So now... And I mean, it's your new favorite thing. It is my... I'm sorry. Like, logistically, I'm just trying to figure out how it works. Like, I think you have to have, like, a really long Wang Chung. It needs to have, like, an upward curve to, like, make, make it work. And you're so vulnerable as the man. Your butt's up in the air. Reverse missionary position is my new favorite thing. They're just like figuring out like some, someone's, someone's doing this. Like people are out there like trying this out. And Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know how it's happening. And I don't know why it's happening. But I just like the, love the fact that it's happening. And that we live in a time, 2019 is so woke, that we, the reverse missionary <laughs> is happening in the world. Go to our Instagram and look at the picture. It's just so funny. And so I'm in like a group chat with like everyone from Paradise this year. And like kind of like the funny thing to do is to kind of shit on Dylan just because. Like, oh, but Dylan's the best. <laughs> no, I know. He's like, but he's like such a nice guy that like making fun of him is like super easy. That's horrible. Like Dem- Demi makes fun of him a lot. Dylan also is, is pretty funny on Twitter. I sent to the group chat. By the way, this is how Hannah and Dylan have sex. <laughs> oh my and everyone's gosh. like, oh my Poor God. Dylan. 
Oh my god. And then um we got off topic. Oh, because Taj Juan. Do you remember the Taj? Uh, yes. She like went on Twitter and was I'm about to spill a tea on like all this stuff and everyone was what is she gonna talk about? She was there for like 17 hours, but I was like, guys, 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 I don't want us to lose sight for what's important is that Dylan does the reverse missionary position. <laughs> you are horrible. <laughs> And then, and then Dylan and Hannah like went live and we request requested to be on the live thing. And, uh, Dylan was asking about it. Sarah, do you know what Wells was texting to all of us? And Sarah's like, yeah, I know it's hilarious. And then Dylan went and uh, photoshopped my face on the reverse <laughs> missionary thing. <laughs> that's the one you should post. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'll send out anyways. I, I just don't know what to say other than like logistically, I just don't understand how it works. You got to have a real bendy ween. And I, I don't know where your balls were going in this whole situation. Well, maybe some of our wife tears have tried it and yeah. could write to us and let us know how it's going. Yeah. As I get older, I'm starting to not hear as well. And I don't know if it's because I'm older or I'm just not paying attention as much. Okay, so case in point, you we were in an Uber a while back and the guy like said something and I was like, what? And then I looked at Sarah and she was like, I don't know. And so I was like, what did you say? And he's like, nah, 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 nah. and it was like, mumbling and I couldn't understand what he was saying and then we went and got lunch with my buddy Borne and JP I was telling them about this and Borne's don't worry I've got a fix for this what is it and he goes whenever you can't understand something that people say but you don't really care to respond if you say I don't know man that works every single time does so, it yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> whatever anyone says you say I don't know man it works. <laughs> I'm going to have to try this out because I'm completely deaf from my mom taking me to concerts as a child and standing me next to the speaker. And this happens to me all the time where I can't ever understand anything anyone's ever saying. And I always feel like I have to have people repeat themselves and I feel horrible about it. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try it out. Try, it's not bad. It works. Like, uh, it's not bad. Props to Bourdain for showing me this. Like, because I've been using <laughs> I don't know, man, so much. And then once it became a thing, then I'm just saying it for fun. And it's like really <laughs> made my life like a little bit better. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so from now on, everyone, like, take note that if Wells says, yeah, I don't know, man, he has no <laughs> idea what the fuck you're talking about. Nor do I care. My new favorite thing to get in the mail is the bag of me undies. Yeah, I actually get them as well. And I love them too. They are perfect for lounging around the house. You know, they don't just have underwear. They actually also have loungewear that I'm a big fan of. Really? Yeah, they have onesies. I know onesies, like they were really talked about there for a hot minute, but I still love a freaking onesie. There's nothing more comfortable than a onesie. And Me Undies has you covered. Their fabric is three times softer than cotton and offered in sizes extra small to 4XL. Before you freak out trying to figure out what the hell to get your boyfriend or your father-in-law. I, I don't know if that's weird to get in underwear for your father-in-law, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> you need to go check out Me Undies. They're anything but ordinary. They have a gift for literally everyone, including your weird aunt. And the best part is they deliver straight to your door with free shipping. It's a holiday miracle right there. You don't have to actually go anywhere. So true. Also, Wells, I don't know if your family does this, but my mom forces us all to wear like matching PJs on Christmas Day. And I feel like that's kind of actually a common thing. And me undies actually is releasing new robes, which are super cozy and so super warm. And they come in holiday prints. So 
this year I might be telling Tish the Dish that we need to do matching robes instead of PJs this year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sarah makes makes us do onesies, so this is working out perfectly for us. So MeUndies is a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchaser, you'll get 15% off and free shipping. It's a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and that 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash YFT. That's MeUndies.com slash YFT. Get some comfy underwear that'll hug your junk. And then they also sell like fun prints. Seriously, I love this company. Uh, you will too. I can't wait for Christmas. I know, right? I have no idea how sewing machines work, Brandy. What do you mean? It's a needle that goes up and down, up and down, up and down. But then, but how does it go? Like when you sew clothes, you put the needle down and then you bring it back up and down and up. But the sewing machine just has one string at the top and it goes, zzz, and for somehow it makes a perfect up and down. Thing. I don't know how that works. Is there another needle below it? That's sending that the string back up. What's happening I with sewing machines? No, I know you don't know because I don't know if anyone knows. It's some sort of wizardry that's happening. All <laughs> just like just accept that sewing machines work, but no one knows how they fucking work. You know? I can't say I've ever used a sewing machine. Have you? Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do tell. My grandma. Uh-huh. Rest her soul. She was a real estate lady, but she also did sewing for Hollywood on the side. Mm-hmm. So when we'd go to, like, visit her, she's like, fucking put us to work. <laughs> and we'd, like, learn to sew, <laughs> make Afghans and stuff. I don't know. It was a thing we did. It's great for you. Here's some uh, Saddam. This is a fashion thing, so maybe you can... Oh, boy. You can come in on this. When someone wears running shoes with skinny jeans, mm-hmm. you look dumb. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Do you sense. mean a girl or a guy both. or either? I think both. It just looks confusing. You almost finished getting dressed, you know? You know who's going to hate that you said that? Who? Tish the Dish. Well, does she wear skinny jeans with tennis shoes? Constant. Yeah, it doesn't work. You got to put on, like, a boot or something, you know? But see, here's the thing is sneakers are so on trend right now and, like, athletic wear that it actually is, like, if you do it right, it's actually kind of fashion if you wear running shoes with skinny jeans. No. Although, to be fair, skinny jeans are out. Straight leg jeans are in, but... Are they? Yes. Shoot. I was really holding on that skinny jean thing. So I would say if you have on running shoes and you have on a straight leg jean, it probably looks better than if you have on a skinny jean. Totally. I think, uh, yeah, you can totally wear normal jeans and tennis shoes, but skinny jeans in the tennis shoes, it just looks like you got all dressed up and then you had to like rush out the door and those are the shoes right next to the door, you know? Or maybe they just want to be comfortable. Oh, I have another Saddam. Let's hear it. You know, car phone holders, you know, is like the rage. Yes. So the new one is it goes into a cup holder. Have you seen those? I think Tish has this. That is so dumb because <laughs> you're giving away a c- cup holder is priceless real estate in the car. You know? It is. You're right. You're giving it up for a phone thing when they have the suction cup to the window. It already exists. Well, or- that's so dorky, though. What? So dorky. But so the cu- cup holder is important. It is important. They also have the ones that go on the air vent. I feel like that's the one. Yeah. Sarah's got the one on the air vent, but it falls out all the time. But you Mine know- doesn't. Well, you know what? I've got the suction cup one, and you know what? Work. Never fails. I can't be driving around my badass Jeep Wrangler with a suction cup phone holder. <laughs> Why not? 
because that's sadorky. Yeah, well, it's not as sadorky as skinny jeans with tennis shoes. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I would say it probably rivals it. <laughs> I feel like I just did a bunch. You need to do something. Oh, Lord. You are on one today. You got nothing, do you? You are really on one. Dude, my shoulders hurt right now. You know that? Mine do, too. Well, because I'm carrying this show. Uh, well, mine hurt, so maybe I am. <laughs> Brandy comes to work with donkeys. That's <laughs> that is her contribution. I love donkeys. I do too. They're awesome, and people need to know how freaking awesome donkeys are. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, people need to know. Okay. Also, I I serve some steamy hot tea with Deets from Brazen's Wedding that you're not going to get anywhere else. Okay. I guess I watched a bad good movie or a good bad movie. A good, bad movie. Okay. It's called Time Trap. Sounds horrible. Fair. Time Trap. A group of students become trapped inside a mysterious cave where they discover time passes differently underground than on the surface. Time Trap. Directed by Ben Foster and Mark Dennis. Starring Owen Wilson's brother. (laughs) Luke Wilson? No. The less known Wilson. (laughs) There's another one? Andrew Wilson. (laughs) No. Okay, so it's one of those movies that, like, it's, you're, like, wondering if at some point it's going to turn into a porn, you know? Mm. But it doesn't. It's, like, movies that are made on the Sci-Fi Channel, you know? Not the movies mm-hmm. Sci-Fi Channel airs, the sh- movies and shows that Sci-Fi Channel has created. So this is on the Sci-Fi Channel? No, it's on Netflix right now. And I got to be honest with you, there's some, like, really good dialogue, and then some dialogue you're, like, Okay, the graphics aren't super rad, but I will say, watch it from tip to tail, and I loved the ending. Really loved it. As long as like you don't go in expecting like Avatar graphics and stuff like that, I think you'll really enjoy it. Okay, maybe I'll give it a try. I love sci-fi. It's time travel, kinda. There are aliens. Oh, I love aliens. There are spaceships. There are cavemen. There are Spaniards from the Cortez era. It ah, just. That doesn't make sense. It really scratches every itch you got. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So check it out. Have you heard about the Game of Thrones prequel that's been approved by HBO? Yeah, yeah I heard about it. And I heard that Naomi Watts is going to be involved. Yeah. No, no, no. They So they axed that one. Oh, they did? Well, catch up on your game of thrones news sorry dude. so they axed the one that naomi was i think they shot a pilot and everything and then they've totally axed it and now they've approved straight to series without even a pilot approved one that's all about the targaryens oh which actually sounds better than the one they were doing before all right i'm fine so so naomi watts is out yeah she's out and that's so crazy because they really like went to town on kind of promoting that i mean they were very they like they definitely weren't hiding the fact. I mean, they had her doing press and stuff about it. It's crazy. Yeah. And then they totally just canceled it. But I, I, I'm so glad that they ordered one straight to series. So because that'll mean it'll have, it'll come out a lot faster. Like if they were gonna have to shoot a whole nother pilot before they even ordered a series, that was gonna take years, and that just sounds awful. So I think if they're gonna shoot straight to series, I would like to think that we'll have a game, another the Game of Thrones prequel coming out like in in like a year or so. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, I think it's good to not go with like Naomi Watts, like a really no- well-known name, and like because that's what Game of Thrones was. Mm-hmm. Effectively, it was 
new up and coming actors that became like gigantic actors. I think I like that better. Discovering new talent. I would agree with that. All right. Well, I'm excited about that. I know. I've always been very fascinated with all of the backstory of the Targaryen history. So I think that that was the right move as opposed to the Starks. I don't know. The Starks history is just very normal and the Targaryen's history is just so like scandalous. Yeah. I don't know, man. You suck. (laughs) See, it worked though, didn't it? I can't even believe you did it to me. (laughs) See if you can work it in. If you can work it in by the end of the episode, I'll be proud of you. I'll try. Okay. We went to a party the other night and we were talking to some of Sarah's friends and I had never met them. So they were asking all about the engagement, how we did it, living together and everything. They were talking about a really funny concept that I had never heard of before. So when you first start dating someone, you're really not sending yourself on the dates. You're sending yourself's representative. I could see that. You know, you're kind of just you're sending the best version of you. You're sending the version of you that goes on like job interviews. Oh, totally. And then you get into the relationship and all of a sudden the representative is no longer needed and the actual you comes out. Okay. When we were talking to these this couple, I really like to go out a lot and Sarah doesn't. And he's like, same. I actually, he's like, oh, I don't really love going out, but I like going out with her. Because if we go out with like people, then representative her has to come. You know, like normal her mm. can't come, but I, I like to hang out with representative her. Oh, yes. I do enjoy representative Sarah. But representative Sarah is also can teeter on had too many drinks, Sarah. And then that Sarah is New York Sarah. So there's Representative Sarah, and then there's New York Sarah. And New York Sarah, it can be scary, you know? Oh. You know, like, don't mess like, hey, I'm walking here, Sarah. That, uh-huh, that uh-huh. you know, there's a fine line. You got you to gotta walk that fine line. I don't know if I, if I have a representative for me. And she was like, yeah, you don't. I, I think I have, a, like, a business representative. I know I have that. Yeah. And then I'm just grumpy in the morning. But do you have a rep- – is there a representative brand that goes out? Oh, for sure. Yeah? Absolutely. Because everybody always uh, just assumes that I am an extrovert and I'm so social because I'm really great at talking to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But that is representative Brandy. Real Brandy wants to be alone in my house by myself in my bed with my dogs watching Netflix and not talking to anybody. And I don't know. Like, I just, it's funny, like, the perception people have of you. Like, I can be social, but I would never say that I'm a social person. Yeah. But I turn that on in social situations because you gotta. I just love the idea of the representative. Yeah. I feel like I have to be representative brandy more than I have to be actual brandy, which is kind of sad now that I'm saying it out loud. Yeah. And that's tough. R.I.P. to to Rudy from season one of The Survivor. He's dead now. So The Survivor. The show Survivor. That show's been on for a million years. I know. And Rudy is now dead. Apparently, he was not a survivor. Yeah, I don't know, man. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) I knew you were going to come at it right then. (laughs) I really don't know about that show. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know either, man. According to a new survey, farmers have more sex than any other profession, with a third of farmers claiming they have sex at least once a day. I don't believe that shit because farming is hard. Not that I even farm, but it's like I get a taste of it. And you're so freaking tired at the end of the day. There's no way those people are having tons of sex. Can we ask the farmers if they're having sex with humans? 
Oh my god. <laughs> Come on. Come on, that was, that was funny. Horrible. I know. <laughs> it's funny. You've really got sex on the brain these days. I'm concerned. Do you want to hear the other professions that have the most sex? I would love to. Coming in at number five, it's a tie, actually, between lawyers and teachers. Okay. Number four, advertising. That makes sense. Because yeah. <laughs> advertisers are great at representative them, you know? Yeah. Number three is hairdresser. Huh. You know, I was talking about the other day about barbers and chefs mm -hmm. that if your barber doesn't have super dope hair a cool beard and like a way too many tattoos don't have them cut your hair and same with a chef and a rock star. what if they don't have a great beard and great hair don't let them cook for you and, and like a bunch of weird tattoos rock stars chefs and barbers all have to look the same if they're going to be any good at what they do why do chefs have to have tattoos? Have you ever noticed like really good chefs have like all like weird tattoos, like a knife tattoo? And... No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. I, but I can't say that I know many chefs, so. Oh, there you go. Anthony Bourdain is a good example of that. He had a bunch of tattoos. He looked yeah, cool. He mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, number two, architect. Huh. Very interesting. They're building bridges to sex. And number so. one, farmers. <laughs> Farmers, I just really find that hard to believe. You don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. Come. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> Going back to your Halloween thing, mm -hmm. were you Simple Life or were you an alien? Both. So on actual Halloween, there was a party downtown at a club that we were all going to. It was literally like a group of me and a bunch of friends and Miley and my mom. And like we were all just going out. Long story short, we went to the club and ended up not staying for more than two minutes and left. But the important thing is that I got a really great Instagram post out of it. And Olivia Caridi and I were Paris and Nicole. We've called ourselves Paris and Nicole for years. And we've always said we wanted to be the simple life for Halloween. And we finally did it. And it's killed on Insta, I must say. And then the next night for my Halloween party... I really wanted to do like a crazy makeup and wig thing because that's like the best part about Halloween. And so I was a slutty alien the next night. And I actually had two friends that were also slutty aliens. So I had a little slutty alien crew. Wow. Did you probe anybody? No. My boyfriend wasn't here. Okay. My only complaint with your simple life thing was you have a barn. In I know. It's the real life simple life. I know. But just get the pitchfork. You had a rake. Oh, no. That What I had is a pitchfork. But that's not what's in the picture, bro. That's a metal pitchfork, and we don't use those in this barn because they're dangerous for the animals. Oh, my God. But it's important that it looks like the picture. You know what? I didn't have it. And Olivia ran all over town for two days straight. She was so committed to her costume. And I pulled mine out of my ass the day of. I was like, I'm not buying anything for this. I'm not going out of my way to do this. I have overalls in the closet. And I got a pitchfork in the barn and calling it a day. All right. So you're lazy. Yeah, but I really committed to the alien. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. They were pretty good, but they were no Freddie and Bowie. We were all freaking about Freddie and Bowie. Who's we were all? Uh, like I showed the picture you guys posted to everyone at the party and we were all like, oh, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I was sad that Bowie and Freddie were not at my party. I know. I know. On my photo booth, drop back, drop back, uh, so, backdrop. I can't speak. Sorry, but we had a good time. What'd you guys do? We had some people over, cooked some tacos, and we live in a neighborhood that has a lot of trick-or-treaters, so 
we just handed out candy. Really? Yeah, that was it. No Sa- adult of you. Yeah, Sarah, the problem was Sarah had an early call time. So, like, we kind of had oh. to, like, kind of get and go. Sexy drinks. You want to know about some sexy drinks? What is with you and the sex everything today? Well, I don't know, because I'm looking at, like, a pre- I stopped, since I stopped doing my radio shows in Nashville, I stopped looking at prep services, and I forgot that all these prep services are about sex stuff. So, like, Can you more- talk about that on the radio? Yeah, it's always like, always like huh. morning show bits. Sexy drinks. Yep, apparently some drinks are sexier than others. According to a new Thanks. survey, these are the sexiest first date drinks. And then you go through huh. them on the radio show. I mean, every I, here's the thing. Every radio station in the country looks at the exact same prep services, so everyone did this bit this morning. Oh. Probably. Okay. Not that you're ever going on another first date, but like what is your first date drink? What do you order when you're on a first date? I mean, it depends on like where we are. If we're at a taco place, I'm getting a beer. A marg? Huh. Yeah, I don't like margaritas, dude. You know what? what? They, I'll tell you why. Okay, I'll tell you why. They're always super sweet. And do you ever get that thing in your in like the like the sides of your cheeks? Like it's like too sweet inside you. You're like, oh, it feels weird. I don't even know how to describe it, but you know what I'm talking about? What about a rose pepper marg? I, I do like rose pepper margs. Skinny, so skinny margs. Oh, oh Lord. Like, let's pretend like you're just going to a bar for drink. Like you're meeting for drinks at a bar. I think I would start with an old fashioned to prove that I am sophisticated and manly. And that is my drink of choice. Oh, all right. There you go. Look at that. And then I'll probably, generally, I switch to vodka soda just for like intestinal fortitude for the next day. So if I drink old Very fashions all day. Very feminine of you. Yeah, but if I drink old fashions all night, oh my God. You're going to be lit. It's going to be lit. Yeah. AF. Uh-huh. TP. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. So what's the sexiest drink? What's number one? What do you think for women? What do you think the sexiest drink is? A cosmopolitan. No. A sex on the beach. No, no, no. No, no. I don't know. Well, so this is weird. In order of sexiness, uh, drinks for women, number one was wine. Oh. And then number two, especially cocktails, which would be a cosmopolitan, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I thought we were. I thought we were getting specific here. Yeah, no, no, no. And then for mm-hmm. men, well drinks was number one. I don't know what? why that would be sexy. That just proves that you're poor, cheap. Yeah. You know, even though I do drink well liquor because I can't tell the cheap. difference. <laughs> but I will say this: like, if a girl, for a woman, like throws back a beer, I'm always like, huh, okay, I like. Is that, that sexy to you? Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I think I'm, I'm always just like, wow, okay. Like, you can hang, you know? Okay. And shots are on, on both of these lists, and I do not think it's sexy when people take shots on a first date. No, I agree. Unless you're trying to, oh, there's some Dave you know? Which is possible. You want to do some music? Yeah, let's do some music. Okay, so I, for whatever reason, we never did this, but I'm now making my own Spotify playlist because we like never caught up with it. Kept I up know. With it. And so I, I got one. You can go follow me. I'm at Wells Adams on Spotify. And I've just started putting a year favorite playlist together. So when we had Ozark Mark on, mm-hmm. he introduced us to Tyler Childers, who like mm-hmm. I'm now obsessed with. Oh, and I love that. Good old Mark. I know. So he's got a record that came out back in 2017. So this is not new. And I need to like really focus on the new record. But this song really got me their day it's called lady may it's just really beautiful good long line of praises for my lovely lady may now i ain't the toughest hickory that your axe has ever felt but i'm a hickory just as well 
I'm a hickory all the same I came crashing through the forest As you cut my roots away And I fell a good long ways For my lovely lady May I mean, just really beautiful songs. So, uh, sad bastard music, shocker, but I do like Tyler Childers. Very cool. What do you got? So, I feel like we were just recently talking about where the heck has Haim been? Yeah. And when are they putting out new music? They finally put out a new song. We've kind of talked about how I think we think, you know, well, it's kind of a fact. Bands don't put out their best song first when they're releasing a new album. Yeah. It's not like over the moon fabulous, but it's definitely a good listen and it's very classic hymn. So let's give it a play. It's called Now I'm In It. Ooh, I like that a lot. It's cool, right? And I feel like uh, you're going to play that a lot while you're DJing. It seems like a, a brandy DJ tune. Totally. Especially for like a, a, like a nice evening party, like LA vibe. Yeah. I feel like I'm Noah Cyrus's biggest fan. I'm always playing her music on here. But she put out a song called Fuck You, Noah. And they also released a video for it. And the video is so freaking sick. Highly recommend you check it out. But give the song a play. It's I feel like it's very unexpected for the title. I don't know. It's it's a really cool song. Okay, Noah. Right? I like it. The video's really cool. You should check it out. Okay. I really like this Bonnie Light Horseman tune, Deep in Love. I heard it the other day, and I was like, oh, okay. What is this going on? So check it out. It's kind of a chill vibe. Like that's just like windows down driving music. Totally. You got anything else? I think that's it. I got one more for you. 
Okay. I don't a lot even, of music this week. It's because I started doing the Your Favorite playlist, getting into mm-hmm. it. I came across this band, Winter Sleep, and I thought it was a Decemberist spinoff. Oh. And so I was like, oh, dope. Colin Malloy's got a new project out, and apparently not what's happening. They just kind of sound like that, but they're out of Canada, I believe. Okay. It's a song called The Twist. Let's pretend I'm attractive and then you won't mind. We can twist for a while, it's the night. I can be who you like. I quietly leave before it gets light. You twist and whisper. You can kind of hear how that sounds a little Colin Malloy-y, like with his like quivering vo- vocals. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, uh, I got some more stuff, but I'm going to go really going to start populating this year favorite playlist on Spotify. So I guess just go if you want to go follow me, it's at Wells Adams and, and maybe I'll like do a swipe up too for the Instagram. Okay, cool. That'd be awesome. If you wouldn't mind, please go rate and review us on uh, the Apple and uh, iTunes store. Five stars really helps. If you want to talk shit to us, totally fine. We'll probably read it on the show, but just give us five stars because that's all we want. (laughs) I don't know. What's going on for you coming up? I'm heading to Austin this weekend. I'm DJing at Summit Nightclub on Friday night. So you live in Austin. Come on out. Uh, it's actually a charity event, too, which is really cool. I believe it's the children's hospital there that's, that the proceeds go to. So that's cool. And then the next weekend, I'm heading out on a few dates of the Caitlin Bristow tour. I saw that uh, they had their first show in Seattle last night, and Blake is DJing. <laughs> but it actually looks pretty lit. My boy Blake, my little understudy. So he's pressing space bar. Yes, exactly. But it looked like he was faking it pretty good. I mean, everyone seemed into it. I don't know. We'll D- see. DJ space bar. DJ Balake. That's ridiculous. So yeah, that's, that's what I got. They asked me to go on show, I think, in like Arizona or something, but I'm going to be out of I'm town. I'm doing that one. Yeah, I know, but I'm going to be out of town, so I can't do it, dude. That's lame. Yeah, there've been. I've had some people hit me up, but I think they were confused on which dates I was going to be at on that tour. So I will be at both Phoenix shows, the Austin show, and the Dallas show. Hopefully that's a little clarity on that. Little tease, we might be putting out some merch soon. Tweet to us if you think we should put out some merch. What kind of merch would you actually want? Like, I thought coffee mugs were a cute idea. Okay. But obviously, like, T-shirts is, like, the number one thing people think of. I don't know. You guys let us know what you think. And, like, what should be on them? Like, my first thought was we should do a This Is Why You're Alone shirt. Mm-hmm, that one sounds great. But that was a long—that episode was a long time ago. Yeah, but it's still great. Yeah. Can we make a reverse missionary shirt? Oh, please <laughs> don't. Can we not? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, we love your ideas. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we did it. Great. Yeah. Okay. Love you. Love you. See you next week. Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. 
I'm Natalie Barbu, host of the Real Real podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to the Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.